From Phoenix to London. From L.A. to around the world. This is The Ticket. All sports, all the time, with your boys, former NFL Philadelphia Eagle, Ray Ellis, and Fan Man. Your number one fan-oriented sports talk leader, Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome. We're back. We're in new studios, Ray. Welcome to the Ray Ellis Show. I'm family. We're in new studios with uh, the comforts of home. So what, are we back in this in this studio again? Yeah, we're back in this Studio A here they put us in today. Well, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, we are. We're in Studio A with this beautiful sofa. I've seen you wearing a pink shirt today. Well, this really, is really cute. Well, it's cute. <laughs> Yeah, you listen to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Hey, man. And uh, we're having a good time. It's, again, it's Happy Valley. It's Happy, Happy Valley. Two, two happy. Yeah, it's too happy. Because we won two times in a row. In a row. That's amazing. This is the second time this year that we won two games in a row. Am I right? Uh, I think you are. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. And, and guess what? If we win three games in a row here in the Valley, which is the Arizona Cardinals, when I say we... That's never been done except one other time. Well, coming off their 35-27 to victory uh, on Sunday at Cincinnati, Ray, the Cardinals are now 5-5. They have six games remaining, four at home, including the next two to make a run at a winning season. Well, listen, all I, wait, all I want to say to you what? is they remain the team that holds home field advantage for Super Bowl 2008, uh, just like I told you when I first got I, I don't think that's going to happen this year. Well, Wait, wait, we, we, that's why you play I mean, the game. Too, don't, don't get too happy. Well, listen, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the time of year where at this point in time, one game can make a difference, but one game is not the difference in everything because of the fact that doesn't happen when you make it until you make it to the playoffs. Well, you know what's really weird about the whole And mathematically, thing? we're still we're still in it. But, you know, if they win the third consecutive game, for, this will be the first time since 2002. So this is 2007. That's five years, dude, since they won three games in a row. Well, I, 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 what I'm saying to you is, I, I'm sorry. It's, it, it, my point that I was making was well, not, what, the, what, what, not, not the fact that they won three in a row, but the fact that they're 500 at this point in time of the season. I think it's been 41 years. 41 years. Since after 10 games, right. they've been 500. And they're only one game out of first place. Well, you know, the, the the 49ers right now are demoralized. They're 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 in the midst of the longest losing streak since 1999. Well, the 49ers, you know, although we want them to lose and we want them to be in the basement of the division, the, the 49ers are going through something that happens to all football players, but people tend to forget that, that? that they're human. And, you know, the head, co- the, home, the head coach lost his dad. You know, it's difficult to go through life's experiences and not get a chance to, you know, more like the everyday and average person yeah, does yeah, when you lose your oh, 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 Last week you were talking about uh, Andy Reid uh, with the Eagles with, uh, with his sons in the, the drug emporium and both. And I'm telling you, there's no way you're going to say that doesn't bother him. Yeah, I, I, that's what I was saying. It's, uh, it bothers the coach. It bothers the team. Uh, you know, the coach's fathers die, die, but they should still go out and play the game and win the oh, game. They, they, the they are going. They're going out. No, they play the, the game. The Niners need to come in here and say, hey, you know, we, we got to stop the Cardinals and, you know, it's football's football. we got to go make this happen. But I do think the Cardinals are finally starting to turn the corner. I thought I'd never say that. It must be your positiveness that brings that brings it to me. Or something. Well, it's, it's, not, it's not just my I mean, positivity. have been beat up for a long time. It, it, but it's what's happening on the field. People are starting to believe because they see it happening on the football field. But we want to save the best for last. Yeah, you know, we, the best we for always do that. We, we always save the best for last. But you know what? You know, <laughs> I think many people don't realize that our show, this 
show that we do, Ray Ellis Sports, with the number one co-host in the world. Hey, man. And he self-proclaimed the number one co-host in the world. I, we I am. But, but you told me we are now not, number two. And I hate being number two. We're, we're number two in the network, so, on this Voice America network. Well, and, and I hate that. So, so listen, so, so all you listeners out there, do me a favor, call your friends, <laughs> tell them this, this, talk, this is a talk show. We are not sports reporters. Uh-huh. I'm a former player. He's been a fan his whole life. He loves the game. And it's, it's the kind of thing where we just kind of like, guys get together and talking about football. And we'd love to have you call if you want to call. Yeah, you can call in. Yeah, they can call in. All you have to do is call 866-472-5788. Again, 866-472-5788. And you may bring your opinion to the table, and, and you may be able to say whatever you want to say about your team or the NFL in general. And that's what we do here. We, we've always, you know, had this show. This show was built for the purpose of the fans used to didn't have a voice here in Arizona. They were so pissed off. But the thing about it is now they, do. they were pissed off because of the fact that they came to Arizona, you know, trying to relax and retire and still watch what they thought was going to be quality pro football because they've come from a city like Philadelphia or Chicago, Cleveland. and they got here, and this team had not been producing. No, and now, now they're starting to turn around. But let, let's just, uh, you know, let's talk about something like last night, Tennessee. You know, Tennessee Titans, you know, and Vince Young goes in. And I like Emmitt Smith made a, a, a very good point last yeah, What was that comment he made? Well, it, it, what he said was he said that Vince Young showed some frustration, and the frustration was because of a number of reasons. But in particular, Vince Young has been battling – you know, the criticism from many people who feel that he's not a good quarterback. You know, here's a guy who last night he did everything he possibly could. At one time, Emmett said he came to him on the sideline and said, what else can I do? I can't throw it and catch it, too. Right. But here's a guy who threw for over 300 Wait, yards. Me, he yeah. dropped all his balls last night. Let me ask you a question. Isn't it a team sport? It is a team sport. Yeah. So if he's throwing the ball right to the receiver and the receiver's dropping the ball, there's nothing much more Vince Young But people throw. are being critical of him saying he's not a, he's not a good quarterback. Well, again, can't throw. again, we're back to that media, those so-called professionals that say all these things. But if Vince Young was winning, and we're not Vince Young, but if the, if the team was winning and they were catching the footballs, Vince Young would be the king of football. Well, and right now, he's not because the team is not playing well, and Jeff Fisher has to get the, his act together with this team and get them motivated to catch the ball. You can't blame everything on Vince Young. Vince Young is a good quarterback. Well, they're, they're, but I think they're like 6-4, and four, so well, that's pretty good. They're, they're, Vince Young's a rookie. Exactly. Six and four, six, we, what are they complaining about? We, listen, he's, this is his second year, but he's still pretty much like a rookie, but guess what? We love the 6-4 and four would be winning our division. Yeah, you know, that would be great. This so position. six and four is good, but but I, you know I saw some of that game last night. I can see the frustration. But the only thing I agree, and I think Steve Young said this. Steve Young made a comment that he he wouldn't like it for his team leader, and that's what the quarterback is, and that's what Steve's been the years that he was a quarterback for the San Francisco Forty Niners, mm-hmm. and one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever played a game. Mm-hmm. But your disappointment with your teammates. You got to do it in such a way where you're not like showing them up. Because what about when you're a quarterback and I'm wide open and you throw an interception? You don't want me coming and showing you up, mm-hmm. you know. And so, mm-hmm. and, and but after the game, Vince handled it like a pro. After the game, he he simply said, "Better my quarterback." That stuff's going to happen. You know, right. things things happen, and that's okay. He didn't really blame his guys, but behind closed doors, I'm sure he said, "Listen, guys, hey, you got to catch the ball. We got right. we got to catch the ball. You know, I can't throw interceptions, but everybody's going to be held accountable." Like you said, I can't throw. The ball and catch the ball at the same time. What about the New England game? You think they're going to go undefeated? Well, here, here, here is what New England has. What do they have that everybody else does? Here's, here's what New England has revealed to me that's taken me all these years of my life to finally realize that perhaps there is one position that is probably more 
important in any other position. And what position would that be? The offensive line. Right. And, I, and, now, now, I said that to you when we first met back you in the You never said, I said that. I said it was always the offensive line, and if the O-line doesn't protect the quarterback like we had here, the problems we had with the Cardinals for all these years, and finally the coach is getting... getting okay, now out. my memory's coming back. Yeah, you remember, you, I did you, say that you said too. something like that. I, yeah. I did say that to you. No, I didn't say something like that. I told you that. <laughs> and if the O-line protects the quarterback and opens the holes up, then you have a, a high-scoring team that can really move the ball. And apparently, like you're saying, on with New England, they have that. That's but why you see. But, that's why you see. What's his face back there? The quarterback, uh, Brady. Brady, yeah, yeah, Brady. Tom Brady's sitting back there like uh, like he's on a, in a kindergarten, uh, uh, you know, playground. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. he's cherry picking, and yeah. he's, he's having a good time. He's not, a, he's not afraid of anybody. But, see, but see, you again. Well, I'm well, going to give you credit for thank it. You. you said thank he's you. not afraid, and he's sitting there with the comfort of knowing that. He's, he's not going to get sacked. He's not going to get And Now, there's other guys who, you know, previous to this year, because I, I'm not going to say that about this offensive line here in Arizona. No, I But previously, guys would drop back, and it's like 1,001, 1,002. Oh, somebody's okay, coming at me. Here comes crunch. You know, exactly. But I am telling you, and I, and I would imagine at some point in time, the league is going to do this. At one time, when we're watching these games where, mm-hmm. you know, Brady's having a great game, they're going to show you how much time he's getting. Because they're, they're already I, doing that. I guarantee you that nobody else. No, I'm talking about actual seconds. Oh, no, they've been doing that. They've been saying, okay, here, like eight seconds. Oh, wow. Nine seconds. They're, they're actually, the, 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 the TV broadcasters are actually, uh, sportscasters are actually saying that. Well, how much time he has. I turn it down many times. Many times when I watch those guys, I turn it down because with the exception of Troy Aikman and a few other guys, you know, they're no, just, I'm, I'm they're just, just but, you're, but you're exactly right. right. That's what's happening. And there's no defensive back in the world. I don't care how good you are. Mm. You just can't cover receivers for that long of a period of time. That's right. You, yeah. you, you've got to get some help. And that's why the offensive line is good mm-hmm. for the offense, and the defensive line is even better for the defense because they always call it a coverage sack. That's because what happens is the defensive backs covered for a short period of time, mm-hmm. but that's enough time for the defensive lineman to get to the quarterback. Get to the quarterback. Right. But if you've got an offensive line that just holds that defensive line and just, uh, mm, you know, and, and Brady's like, oh, I, I think I'll go this <laughs> oh, way. Oh, no. Oh, I'll go that way. I think oh, I'll go that I'll way. I'll go over this way. I'll and, go over that way. And, and, and that's what's <laughs> happening. But, you know, there was something else. That's there was true. another uh, interesting into a game this week, too, the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. And the, and the field goal at the end of the game, mm-hmm. of which was hit, they hit the crossbar, mm-hmm. it went through, mm-hmm. but hit the hit the curve right. part, the support. So is, that, the, is, that, is that good? Well, it's good. And, and, and you know, as long as it goes through. As long as it goes Between through. the arches, as long as it goes through. If it can hit, but go through. And if it goes through right. and it comes back, that's okay. That's it's, okay. As long as it's gone right. through. And I, and but, 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 but uh, uh, the, the coach for the Ravens, you know, he was so upset. And I, and I hate that, you know, that he was so upset because the rule is the rule. It's not like they made it up and it went against you. It's just that the Ravens at this time, they're just really not playing good football as a team. And yeah, you know what's funny team, about that? They started off really good, and now they're falling apart. Well, Why is that? Why is that? Is well, it, there was a Monday night game where they started, they were defense played tough, but they lost. You know, it's, it's a matter of, you know, if you look at the teams mm-hmm. throughout the NFL that win, you have to have all aspects of your team on full, you know, running all cylinders and doing very well. And right now, that's what's happening with the Cardinals. You got special teams. I mean, this kid Breston. I'm thinking every time he catches a punt or a kickoff return, he's gonna go. He might take it all the way. Oh, yeah. You know, and so you're excited about that. Well, I think I think Coach Wiz has re-motivated the team. But what I, I guess want, we're going to talk about the Cardinals a little bit later. But what I wanted to talk about was the Miami Dolphins. Look at that disaster. Well, that's that's what's another. What's going on with that? That is 
That's really that's something where you call it oh, now. It, now it's time to everybody take a gut check. Wow, you know, and it's some intestinal fortitude. It's some gonads. It's got all the stuff got to be checked to make sure we got men out here because it's getting to the point now where right now this is the holiday season for everybody, even in football. Uh-huh. And at this time of the year, there are some people who mathematically have been eliminated some right now. Uh, the Miami Dolphins. They're going the other way. St. Louis. Okay, and some of those guys may they, they may tank it at this time. Mm-hmm. But what they what they should realize is this is really the most important stage of their career because some changes is going to be. Okay, so they, they got to play and become a man and get on that field and play so they can keep their jobs for next year because the coach, or if they get rid of this coach, which I would think they would, would turn around and say, you know what, we're going to make some wholesale changes. But look at this one guy. He really played hard. He played every down. He did everything he was supposed to do. But, you know, they keep on losing. So why get rid of a player like that if you can continue well, to play? Well, I'll tell you what. Those things, they're going to make those decisions, and uh, we're going to make some decisions. And one decision we're going to make is I think we got to take a break. I think that, that's a good decision. I hear some music in the background, yes, so we're going to take a break. break. You listen to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Hey, man. And we're going to take a break, and uh, we'll be back after the break. Okay, hold on. We'll be right back. I tell you, it was the kicker. It's the kicker. Nice. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely despise especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum, or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neill. He's at the shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Get 
get it better. You know, the, the guys in San Diego, they're having a tough time. Just everything down there is just difficult yeah. for them. You know, yeah, we like to say thank you, thank you to the engineers for playing some good music. Oh, for yeah, us. We, all, we always thank the engineers. It couldn't happen without the engineers. And something else that couldn't happen now that, you know, we've added some things to our show is our correspondents from the East Coast. And, uh, you know, Jeff Moses out there. Jeff, are you with us? Hey, Ray, what's going on? Hey, hey man, fine. How you doing? I'm here with Fan Man, of course. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? Good, good. And, uh, of course, Jeff, you know, as always, we, we just, uh, you know, two guys here living in the valley enjoying it out here in the sun, but we miss the East Coast. You know we miss our Eagles, so uh want to see if you can give us a little insight, as you always do, what's going on there in Philadelphia, which is always interesting. And uh, and then we'll just kind of take a run around the league, too. So what's happening in Philly this week? Well, do you miss 43 degrees and constant rain? Well, i got to tell you this. Sam <laughs> Man and I today are having, I mean, it's a different kind of show. We're actually in Studio A. Studio A sitting on a sofa there, Jeff. He's got Converse on. i got my pink shirt on. Our feet are up, and we're, we're just relaxing. And guess what? My family's out visiting, and uh, they came from Ohio, and now I think they got shorts on, man. So That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, you a balmy 79. <laughs> A balmy seventy-nine, sunshine, <laughs> and it's really nice. Degrees, and driving my Harley nice. with my sh- with my T-shirt on. Nice. But but in, but in, we just got to rub it in, Jeff, a little bit. But know. in Philadelphia, <laughs> the atmosphere is what? And you take it on from there, Jeff. Um, I'll say with New England on the schedule, pessimistic. <laughs> oh jeez, yeah. Well, you know we can always be the spoiler. Somebody's got. I mean, listen. This is I, when I used to play ball with Frank Minifield and Hanford Dixon. And uh, so we're chasing around, uh, somebody's chasing around uh, John Elway. We used to always say, somebody's got to get him. That's right. And wow. somebody's got to get to Brady. And do you so, think the, we've got the horses in Philadelphia to make it happen this week? Well, I don't know if they have the horses. Uh, you know, sometimes things happen. Sometimes teams stumble, and you would think that New England is due to, to get kind of challenged and, and play a rough game. They haven't had one since the Indianapolis game. And, uh, you know, in 1990, the 10-0 Giants came into Veterans Stadium thinking they were going to be 11-0 and came out with a 31-13 loss to an Eagles team that a lot of people didn't give it a chance. So anything can happen. But, hey, uh, hey, Jeff, you know, this is the Sam Ant. question yeah, is, yeah. rumors are flying around that Donovan may not be with the Eagles next year. Are you hearing the same thing? Uh, yeah, we've heard that ever since Kevin Cobb got drafted. Really? <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. Uh, you know. You put two and two together. They drafted a quarterback in the second round with their first pick. Right. And the fact that Donovan is supposed to see a significant increase in salary next year to, I believe, uh, somewhere in the $9 million range, uh, if not more, um, and the fact that the Eagles aren't playing very well right now, especially on offense, uh, you know, you can connect the dots there. I think the next six weeks are not just big for the franchise and, and whether they can kind of pull it together and make the playoffs or not, but it's it's big for Donovan McNabb. Uh, the if they don't win, and if they do very, very poorly, and the offense doesn't show signs of progress, I could definitely see a changing of the guard. Hey, Jeff, one, one more question: <clears throat> the, uh, You think uh, McNabb's going to play this week? Uh, I do, because okay. it's not a high ankle sprain. Um, the way Andy Reid described it on Monday, he said that there was only a pocket of swelling on the back of his ankle. Uh, his, his jammed right thumb is a little bit more of an issue, but I kind of get the feeling that you know he has to be dead to. Uh, not play, uh, well, I'll tell you, I was watching that game on Sunday. I was really worried. I, well, I know, thought, it, oh, God, this is going to turn right? It was a uh, November game, and you know, it, it was almost Donovan's annual November injury. That, yeah, that I was point. like, so, he's yeah. getting injured, and the Miami's playing tough, and I'm going, oh, geez, this is, this is not looking good, man. 
Well, yeah. I'm, I'm glad they, they pulled it out because, as, as, I, as, I, as, I, as I told Fan Man, you know, what happens to, you know, mature teams and, and how you can tell your team is maturing is, is they actually learn how to win. And, and, and it's not over in, until that final until horn, lady sings. you know, and the fat guy nowadays the is fat guy. <laughs> I think he's a guy, you know, but, you know, that's what happens. But let me just, I, I want to make a comment about Donovan, and many times, my comments come from, I guess it's my instincts or just, you know, my experience of playing ball. And, and, I, and I'm not sure what happens with Donovan next year. And, and one thing I will say about Andy Reid is, you know, Andy makes it hard to, uh, no pun intended, to read him. Uh, and, and that is, you know, I, I am sure that many people in the stands, when Donovan went down on Sunday, all those people in the stands thought that, okay, we're, we're going to see our, 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 our backup quarterback, our quarterback of the future. And Andy didn't do that. Andy didn't do that, and Andy didn't do that for, in my, from my opinion, for this reason. Andy wanted to, to kill any controversy that perhaps could have been started if he would have inserted Cole into the lineup and he would have performed well. Then what would have happened then? You know, people would have been asking or asking for his head and Donovan's head too. What do you, what do you think about that? You know what? It's you know, conspiracy theorists run rampant and things. I honestly just think that Donovan wasn't capable to go. It was a game that they were at the at that time losing seven three, but I believe that they felt that they were going to win that game because it was the Dolphins. And he called for the backup quarterback, not the quarterback of the future, just the backup quarterback who they have a ton of confidence in because they signed him to a three year deal and let Jeff Garcia walk. And you know, you could say that they had to let Jeff. Garcia walked because it became too much of a ego contest between him and Donovan. But the bottom line is they signed A.J. to a three-year deal, and A.J. has done very well with the Eagles as a backup quarterback. So, no, my, my, my theory is that Donovan went out. They felt they were going to win the game. They just needed a guy to manage the game, and that's what A.J. Feely's job is. And I don't think you're going to see Kevin Cobb until the season is officially done and kaput. Um, I agree with you 100%. With they, 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 Why do you they agree do with him? You're a fan. And, no, no, and you know that those fans in Philadelphia are asking hey, for Donovan to get out of there, and they, don't, they do I, not want A.J. Feely. I, I think that A.J. Feely is going to finish out the season if McNabb is, is injured. They're never he's, put, he's, 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 he's flip-flopping on you. I'm not flip-flopping on you. I don't think it's, it's a smart move to put Cobb in there because he's the future, just like Jeff said, of the Eagles organization. I think Cobb should be kept out of the game until probably next year, until he gets moved Moving along, and uh, feel he should finish up the season if, if Donovan can't uh, can't go, go forward. But you're fan you're man. You're, wait, Jeff. Well, uh, please hold your comment for one second because he's fan man, and from a fan perspective in Philadelphia. Okay, Jeff. See, this is the point I was making. Andy, uh, Andy's you know decision was based upon what was best for the team, but he uh, best for the yeah, team. Yeah, they tried to create controversy, but those fans right now in Philadelphia yeah. are probably done with Donovan, and they want to see their future quarterback. They don't want to see AJ Feely. Yeah, well, I want to see the future quarterback too for the Eagles, but I don't want to see him go out there and get hurt and then have more problems. I think Jeff. Why do you, you think, think he's going to get hurt? Because uh, of that offensive line. I think he, uh, he he's not used to playing in those type of games, and he needs to be uh, you know uh, trained and and groomed before he gets in that into that position. And Jeff, do you agree with me or not? Uh, were you talking about Kevin, who needs to be training room? I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about Cobb. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I just think that they really think that AJ Feely can win games for them, and if Donovan gets hurt and they're still in it, then it's going to be AJ's team. I, I really think it's. Do the do I agree with Ray in a, in a sense? Yes, the fans want. To, if the if the fans don't think they're going to win a Super Bowl, they don't care about winning one playoff game. That's right. So, yeah, that's the right. Fans right. Want okay. to be the quarterback of the future. 
the coaches don't listen to the fans. They do what they think is best to win at the present moment. Right. And that's why they went with A.J. And right. if Donovan can't go, Andy's already said he's going to go with A.J. against New England. See, so, I, I agree with the coaches. Yeah, I, I agree that Kyle should not be put in there. Let A.J. Feely, if, if Donovan gets hurt, let A.J. Feely run it to the end, and hopefully they, they get into the playoffs. Well, let me just give you guys, let me give you guys, I'm saying. Let me guys give you another perspective. Hurt. See, what, what happens, though, is, and we talked about this a little bit before you jumped on, Jeff, is there becomes a point in time when the, when the coaches look at the season and if mathematically, if, they, if they're out of the playoffs, which the Eagles are not out of the playoffs, then they'll make a decision that, okay, you know, it's good for us to go ahead and get this guy a few games like we did out here with Matt last year. And those few games they thought would give him some confidence coming into a full season this year. And quarterbacks love that. As much as everybody thinks that a quarterback learns from holding the pad and pencil on the sidelines, he never wants to do that. He always, no football player wants to learn from the sideline. And let me also say this to you guys, too. What you learn on the sidelines and what you learn in that game is two different things. So I, I'm agreeing with both of you guys, but what I really, the point that I really is making is I know those fans. Yeah, what is the point? That those, those fans want Donovan out and they want. Oh, they of want, course. They want, I mean, that's, that's, that's oh, coming down to that. Anyway, Jeff, going on with yeah, the NFL, the Giants yeah. looking uh, pretty good, Dallas looking good. I uh, hope Philadelphia has a chance here. They're 5-5, five and five, where Dallas is 9-1, Giants 7-3. Comment? Uh, <laughs> kudos to that. No, I mean, uh, it's, it seems like Dallas is running away with it. Uh, New England, I mean, not New England, uh, Green Bay is looking pretty good. They surprised me because about three or four weeks ago, I thought that they were going to play a few tough teams and, and their, their lack of a running game was going to become apparent and hurt them. Uh, they found that guy, Ryan Grant, and he's, he's managed to kind of, you know, I don't know if he's the real deal or just filling in the hole right now, but uh, they obviously have a good offensive line because Grant's been able to, to do well and put up some 100-yard games. And, hey, you got to give credit to Brett Favre. He's, mm-hmm. he's proved a lot of people wrong, and those right now are the two – Absolute, without a doubt, conference elites. Right. And after that, it gets a little, a little shaky. Well, let me, uh, Jeff. We, we, before you got on, the fan man were we're talking about you know positions, and, and and I don't know if it's a revelation or what it was, but it's it just something that's kind of stuck out of my mind in this particular season because of the performance of the New England Patriots, the offensive line of the New England Patriots, and the offensive line, of course, uh, you know, there in Indianapolis, or with the exception of the fact that. Um, of course, Peyton lost his uh, his heralded uh, left tackle. You know, uh, what do you think uh, in terms of the position and and the dominance and the importance of a position, and particularly offensive line? Uh, how much do they play in the success of a team? Um, you know, there are a lot of coaches, and Andy Reid, for one, will tell you that everything that the offense does starts with the offensive line. The, the guys who get the accolades are the quarterbacks, the running backs, the wide receivers. Because they score the points and they get in the end zone and they they're the marketable guys. But the bottom line is, if you don't have a good offensive line, well then the quarterback can't get his protection. The wide receivers can't get the ball because the quarterback's always on the run, and you know the running backs are getting bottled up. I mean, I, I think you know in particular left tackle is obviously the most important position in, in football because it's one of the highest paid, and the reason is because it's a passing league. It's yeah, a league where the guys who are throwing the ball, the Brady's, the Palmers, the Mannings, the McNabs are the guys that you got to keep upright and protected. And if you don't have a good left tackle, your whole offense can pretty much be stifled just on that alone. 
Right. You're exactly right. And, I, you know, I'm going to try to do it, and I'm going to ask maybe that you can do it. But, I, you know, I just believe in giving credit where credit is due. And I think those of us, we don't we don't consider ourselves media here. We're just talk show hosts. But uh, I think there should be more conversation about offensive linemen. And maybe if you can't get them to open, they are strange kind of guys. They're almost like they're as close as you can get to a kicker. Yeah, maybe a little bit more point. understanding so people can understand the DNA and how these guys are wired, you know, maybe try to get some stories on those guys. What do you think? Can you, can you pry a story or two out of those guys? Oh, yeah. I, I've already written about how John Runyon has started uh, over 178 consecutive games, the longest... Uh, oh, H-I-O. Oh, I'm sorry. You said Runyon. <laughs> I, I had a flashback Ohio State Michigan game. You know, John... Yeah, he's a big Michigan, <laughs> he's Michigan guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Look at, look at um, Baltimore. They were a 13-3 and team last year. Um, Steve McNair, pretty good quarterback, having a tough year. Uh, McGahee, pretty good running back. But that offense is god-awful this year. And then you look and you see that one of the best left tackles in the game, Jonathan Ogden, missed a significant amount of time with that foot injury. I don't, I'm don't. i not sure if he's even gotten back. Hey, Jeff, Jeff, yet. we got to take so, a break. Can you hold on? Yeah. Okay. Every time that music comes on, we got we already know. Yeah, we're sitting in this nice studio. Anyway, you're listening to the Ray Ellis Sports Show with Fan Man on the Voice America Sports Radio Network as we're number two on the sports station. Pat Summerall's number one, so you can listen to Pat every Tuesday. Anyway, uh, we'll be right back after we pay uh, pay some bills. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Hello? Hi, Bill? Uh, this is George Dewey from up the street. Oh, hey, George. How you doing? Good, good. Say, I noticed you've been walking to work these days instead of driving. Mm. And I uh, don't quite know how to say this, but... But... But what? But... But... Your butt. Your buttocks. Your butt. I think I found your butt on my front lawn. Have you recently lost it? As a matter of fact, I have, George. It's about time someone noticed. Well, it was kind of hard to miss, if you know what I mean. Anyways, would you like it back? Would I like it back? No, not really. So it's okay if I throw it out? Sure, that's fine. Take it easy, George. Small step number eight. Walk instead of driving whenever you can. It's just one of the many small steps you can take to help you become a healthier, well, you. 
Get started at www.smallstep.gov and take a small step to get healthy. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports we're back again you're listening to rail of sports uh with the number one co-host of the world and uh i just want to pay tribute many times fam and i have a lot of fun here on this show but uh you know there's many times where there's a human aspect that we want to stay connected to and uh i just like to pass our condolences to the harris family i believe it was adele harris she was the uh first minority female executive uh in the nfl and she was an employee of the arizona cardinals really and uh you know sad to see her uh pass away but uh but she was, uh, you know, a pioneer, and, and I'm thankful for the, the work that she did and what she represented. And, uh, you know, God bless her and her family. I, I'm thankful for a lot of things, and I'm thankful that we got uh, a gentleman on the phone. My name is Paul. Paul, yeah. It was, it was, Paul, where are you calling from? Uh, Paul, Paul, you there? Well, I'm thankful for Paul anyway. Well, Jeff's still here. Jeff, how you, Jeff uh, I guess everybody's mourning the passing of High Lit in Philadelphia. Hey, is that hey, Paul? Paul? Paul's scared. Paul must play for. You think he plays for somebody? I don't know. Paul, are you there? Okay. How about Jeff? There. I am here. Okay, Jeff. Okay, I'll tell you what, Jeff. I think we're good. We got a caller, Paul, on the line, and uh, you don't mm-hmm. want to see uh, based upon what his team was. If he had a comment, uh, he would make it. If you would uh, respond to that comment, Paul, are you there? Okay, Paul's not there. Okay, hey, Jeff, let, let's move on. Uh, looking uh, throughout the league, uh, Fam and I are kind of going back and forth uh, about what the game of the week is, and uh, he had the nerve to say that he thought that the New England Patriots, who are favored by 20, going against the Philadelphia Eagles this week is going to be the game of the week. Now, what was your thought? Well, my thought was, come on, are you kidding? <laughs> I don't <laughs> think it's going to be the game of the week, but I, I believe at this time of the year everybody plays spoiler. But I just, with all those weapons that they have. Now, let me say this. If the Philadelphia Eagles team, as they were at the beginning of the year, and came in healthy, you know, I think they would be a different team. And mm-hmm. all, I, all I said was, I think that's the game of the week. And, be, and the reason is that if Philly knocks them off their perch and gets that win, then we there's a good possibility we could see the Eagles in the playoffs. They're favored that's, by 20. But it doesn't matter. I, I don't bet football. You never know what's going to happen day to day, week to week with these teams. Okay, so. Jeff, Jeff, let's have yeah. a professional's opinion. Yes, Jeff. okay. Uh, you're asking me who I think is going to win the game? <laughs> well, I, I, you're, you're, well, we don't want to comment on the Eagles because I think you agree with me that that's not going to be the game of the week. What do you think yeah. uh, in terms of some of the games that are out there? What, what do you think is a, you know, the, the important one that will probably be a decent contest? That's a great question. Without peeking at the schedule, I think the Cowboys have an interesting game coming up. Um, I don't know if you have the schedule in front of you. Uh, yeah, I think uh, the, the Cowboys this week... Uh, let me see. Who are the Cowboys for? Well, one thing I don't like about it, it could be Detroit Lions or somebody like because they always play on Thanksgiving. Uh, but what I will say about the Cowboys this week. Are they playing the New York Jets? That's, no, Jets. that's no big deal. Well, 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 what I don't like about the Cowboys is this is a Thanksgiving week game. 
and the Cowboys played at home. It's a short week. The other team, you know, played on on Sunday, and they have to travel. And it's just it's to the to the advantage. I don't think that the uh, you know the team that's at, at home. I don't think they should have a home game the the week of the week before. The Thanksgiving game. Well, yeah, play yeah, right. well, you know, they should be on the road. You know what, Jeff? I, I, you know, my feeling is with football coming up this Thursday with these uh, these three teams or six teams playing, I think more people are going to be watching the ASU-USC game. It's a night. It's a, it'll be a night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm talking over. about why watch Peyton Manning when you can watch Rudy Carpenter ASU battle USC maybe for the Rose Bowl. Because yeah. Rudy Carpenter hopes to be uh, hopes to, Hey, Jeff, what do you think? Would you rather watch Peyton Manning or, or Rudy Carpenter in ASU? You know, that's, I'm, I'm a little torn. I'm a big, I'm a huge college football fan, but I, I, I don't get to see the Pac-10 very often. So we will in the I'm intrigued by Arizona State because they've kind of seemingly come from nowhere to have a great year. Right. But you know, how can you pass up the chance to watch Peyton Manning? Although with their left tackle situation and their offense being out of whack, maybe that game will be a little better over there in the Pac-10. Well, yeah. certainly. You know, this this game. You know, they didn't like that. You know, the, well, you know, the seasons were were the schedules were put in place before the season started, and. You know, they were thinking that Michael Vick was going to be playing this game. And right. I, I don't know why they didn't change this game because, you know, the Atlanta Falcons against the Colts is not a game that anybody can no, watch. Nobody's really That's interested in that. But I will yeah. say this about college football in the Pac-10. Uh, I was here last year, and I, and I got a chance to see the Arizona State Arizona. Sun Devils. Yeah, Sun Devils. I saw them build this team. And I, I can say this to you. Last year, Jeff, it doesn't surprise me what they're doing this year because last year they were a good football team that was in a position to win some games, and they didn't win them. But I think their team matured. They got a new proven winner as a leader who came in here, and uh, uh, Dennis, has got, Dennis, uh, Dennis has got this team turned around. And I'm going to tell you what, you're going to see an impressive running game and a passing game from this team. I'm not as impressed with their defense, but their offense, if it's, if it's clicking on all cylinders, they're impressive. Well, nobody plays defense in the Pac-10, so I mean, really, if it, you know, I'm a, as you know from me being a Big Ten guy, I mean... <laughs> Here's what I've noticed the difference. <laughs> I think the difference is, and, and it happens in, in, in pro football, too. What's that? And that's because those cold-weather teams, yeah. they tend to run the ball a lot because it's more difficult to pass the ball in cold-weather situations. Well, yeah, out cool. here, it's sunny all the time, and so they pass the ball all the time. And we were a little bit of and we, being the Arizona Cardinals, were a little concerned last week going into Cincinnati what the weather was going to be like. Yeah, but see that game of Cincinnati and Arizona, if Cincinnati would have had five, those five players back, I think, uh, I think Cincinnati might have won that game. But it doesn't. You know what? One thing about it. That's why you got to have a bench, and you talked about a bench before. Oh yeah. If your backup is in there and they can't get the job done, too bad. Oh well. So yeah. What do you think about ASU and USA? That that Jets game against the Cowboys is that nobody gave the Jets a shot to beat the Steelers, and uh, you know Kelly Clemens was in there and he managed the game well, did a nice job. So if they can knock off the Steelers, who says they can't go? You know, take the Cowboys by surprise. Well, well I, they could, but I mean, I'm, I'm, we're talking about the game of the week. I don't think that's the game of the week. Uh, well, you know what? What he just said makes a lot of sense. It does make a lot of sense. I mean, Pittsburgh let their guard down. Pittsburgh is a better team. Well, well, the thing about it is this time of the year, and that's what I like about the New England Patriots. You don't give anybody a chance. You go in, you prepare for the game, you win, you 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 design the plays, you execute, and you don't care what the score is. You execute the play, and every play is designed for a touchdown. There's no plays designed for one yard. If really? everybody, if everybody makes their block, it's a touchdown. So I'm going to agree with you, and I think the Jets, <laughs> I think the Jets could have surprised the Cowboys had they not have beat the Steelers. But since they beat the Steelers, then oh, so now, so since they since they beat the Steelers, there's a chance they could beat the Cowboys. No, I'm saying the Cowboys will be ready for oh, them. The Cowboys now. are. 
going to be ready for that, it. That's exactly I, don't, right. I think the Cowboys are going to win that game hands down. Well, the Cowboys are on fire, man. I mean, that, 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 T.O. is having, I mean, he's having a record-breaking season right now. And uh, yeah, eight, re- eight receptions for 173 yards, four touchdowns last week. Well, the Cowboys also have the Packers up ahead on their schedule. So That's if there's good ever game. a classic look-forward game and you think you can just roll over the Jets, uh, you have to defense the Jets differently now, which is, I think, the case with, with Clement showing a stronger arm. Um, you know, you're going to have to attack them. You might... That's why Thomas Jones, I think, had a had a better running game because defensively they're attacking the Jets a little bit different. They're afraid of uh, Kellen's arm, where they were they weren't as afraid of Pennington's arm because he really couldn't throw it that far. Hmm. Hey, well, you, you, know, you know what? I'm going to say something about the Cincinnati Arizona game. Carson Palmer, Jeff, had uh, you know he played against the uh, Cardinals this past week. He was 37 for 52, 329 yards, two touchdowns, and four interceptions. I mean, he's in the top 10 or top 11 performances, but you don't see uh, well, Kurt Warner there. I said I don't think you're often hearing those two guys being mentioned in the same breath. Right. But there, it's such a down year for quarterbacks across the board that, you know, the fact that Kurt Warner is, is playing and, and doing okay uh, just shows you kind of the level of quarterback play going on right now. Well, I, I would say this. Uh, you know, if, if, if you would eliminate those two quarterbacks that are having exceptional years, and, and Peyton is coming back down to earth, you know, but if, if you just take Tom Brady out of the picture right now because he's so hot, you know, Kurt Warner isn't having that. He's thrown a few interceptions, but, you know, Kurt Warner, remember now, he's in the NFC, and the only other quarterback in the NFC that's really doing an outstanding job is the guy down in Dallas, you know? Yeah, and besides absolutely. that, Kurt Warner exactly right. is probably the next best quarterback. Kurt may be having a Pro Bowl season, and I'll tell you why he may be having What'd you say, Jeff? Better season than John Kittner or Brett Favre? Well, well, Brett Favre's going to be the starter, okay? And I think they take two or three. I think they take two or three. John Kittner, okay, what Jeff just said, was 28 for 43, 377 yards, one TD, three, three interceptions. Three interceptions. But he's playing great. No, three playing great. Three inter- you can't wait. No. Statistically, if you throw three interceptions, you're going to lose. Statistically, if you throw four interceptions, you're going to lose. Palmer threw four. Kidner threw three. And and I'm telling you that Kurt Warner is not doing it. Kurt is not losing the games for this team. He's managing this team, and he is the reason why this team is 500. No, the reason for this team is 500 is because of the offensive line is protecting Kurt Warner. Don't forget that. It's Kurt Warner has been out there for years. I've been watching him get chased around by the opposing team, and now finally he has a little bit of time to throw the ball. He, and, and, and he's throwing the ball. Before you had a quarterback who couldn't throw the ball. Right, that I, was Matt Liner. You're exactly right. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Jeff, so what, what do you see this week? Anything uh, interesting? Uh, I see a lot of eating turkey in my future. <laughs> yeah, right. Just leave it or let it sit. <laughs> okay. Well, well, hey, Eagles, 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 man, really we appreciate that. We're going to eat week, that uh, turkey, but don't eat too much because we're going to have you right back here next week. So uh, make sure you have a happy Thanksgiving. And, uh, you know, we'll say go birds. Go Eagles. Go birds. All right, guys. Thanks, okay, hey, Jeff. Thanks. Talk, Talk to you next, next week. week. Bye. Anyway, that was Jeff from Philadelphia. He's our East Coast correspondent from Philly. To, uh, links us into what's going on inside the league because he deals with the Eagles. And anyway, I'm glad I'm glad he called in. If you like to call in, uh, we did have a caller, Paul from whoever knows where. If you would like to call in, eight six six four seven two five seven eight eight again eight six six four seven two five seven eight eight. You can call in and, uh, and uh, bring up your opinion about your uh, your team or any college uh, team. 
college football team. Of course, uh, this Thursday night, ASU and USC, which should be a great, great game. If ASU wins this game, ASU most likely will be in the Rose Bowl playing the Ohio State. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, I got an opinion about that, and I'm going to give you your opinion. And you know we're going to bet on that, dude. I'm going to give you my opinion like I always do, but uh, okay. we got to take a break. I think I hear some music again. Yeah, we gotta, yeah, we gotta, hey, we got to take a break. we got to make some money. All righty, so hey, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Rayola Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. And uh, let's hear that good music, guys. That's right, was that pump? Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. The Sports Mavericks show redefines the elite athlete by bridging the gap between parents, athletes, and the community. Host Ida Moyer, a.k.a. the Oprah of Sports, brings to the Voice America Network original programming, balancing the pursuit of academic excellence and sports participation. The Sports Mavericks show airs every Tuesday evening at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Listeners will be engaged in straightforward talk, spontaneous and unscripted by the experts. Ida and her guests will explore the challenges of success and failure in sports and will help athletes and their parents navigate the transition from high school, college, and then on to the pros. We put fun back into sports and recognize role models in sports through our Sports Mavericks All-Star Award Program. Tune in Tuesday evenings at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with Ida Mouillet and the Sports Mavericks Show right here on The Voice. Voice America Sports Channel. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're back. Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice of America Sports Talk Radio Network. I'm Fan Man. If you'd like to call in, you may do so. 866-472-5788. Again, 866-472-5788. Talking about NFL football, college football. Coming up this week is the Cardinals 
and the 49ers. And guess yeah, what? I mean, we're, we're favored by 10 points. Well, yeah, San Francisco sucks, man. They fell apart. That quarterback sucks. I mean, they should win this game. They're playing in the University of Phoenix Toilet Bowl, whatever they call it over there. And the Cardinals should win this game. I'm, I'm, I'm going with the Cardinals. Well, the Cardinals are hot, but 10 points, that's a lot of points. Well, you know, I hope they don't get hyped up, hyped up on that. They're going to go and win this game. Yeah. The other thing is, uh, cornerback Andre Roll has been named the NFC Defensive Player of the Week for his performance in the Cardinals' 35-27 to victory over the Bung- Bungles on uh, Sunday. Well, don't, I mean, he's the guy doing the flips in the well, well, didn't, you, didn't you expect that? I mean, what else can a guy well, do besides run back? Actually, three touchdowns. touchdowns but three interceptions for touchdowns. It's interesting about Roll. He's always getting pissed on. Everybody's pissing on him. But when you said that he, they moved him from safety to... What did they move him from? Well, here's what it was. How did they do it? He was a starting corner. Yeah. Okay, and what happened? Happen is in a nickel package. It seems like you know when uh, when Bolden went down. It looks like what they did is is uh, I'm sorry, not Bolden, Bolden. went down. When when Adrian Wilson uh, went, went down, I believe they they moved him inside and let him play some safety. Now it, it's always the advantage of a corner to be moved inside into freelance because they have so much speed and they have their, their instincts are such that I mean they, they they're receivers. They're receivers who can't catch. Well, this guy is a receiver that can. catch. Yeah, but Rolls, see, they, maybe they found a home for him. Maybe that's where he should be. Well, because he's like, he's like, just like, yeah, just dancing around, having a good time out there. It was, it was pretty interesting. Again, a, well, you know, it's a passing situation, right? And he's he's, he's a, a defensive back. He's a guy who can catch the ball. And see, that's the biggest problem with defensive backs. And they always tease us and say, "That's why you're a defensive." Did you ever catch a ball? Yes, I okay. caught a ball. But, 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 but the point is, is that he he caught them all. Many times these guys drop balls, and when you drop balls, you don't win games because you got to make that play. And he not only did he. Did he catch the ball? He got the touchdown. He took it the distance. Well, here's the thing. It's really cool. He became the 24th player in NFL history uh, and the fifth player in team history to return two interceptions for touchdowns. And then the week before that, uh, Carlos Dansby, he won defensive player of the week. So two, two weeks in a row, the Cardinals are... Uh... The deep, I mean, look, you got a defensive ball team here that is just... I mean, it's running on all cylinders. I've been saying this all day about all cylinders. It's just so important because if you look at the team... Is that eight cylinders or 12? That's 12 oh, cylinders 12. right now. <laughs> because that's where the Patriots have moved. The eight cylinders won't get it done anymore. It's got to be 12 cylinders. Okay. And, and, and our special teams are doing those things. Our, our defense, when they get on the field now, when it's third down, no longer do we put our defense on the field on a third down situation and think that it's an automatic first down right, that's by what they the used other to team. Do. That's what yeah, they used to they do. They keep the ball. Yeah, the other team now has to realize this is not the Cardinals of old. It's not. This is not going to be an easy third and two, no, third and three. You don't, you don't get they, Yeah, right. You don't get that anymore. That's how you become a winner, I think. That's right. And, and I'm going to tell you what, and that young man, and, and speaking of Adrian Wilson, man, I'm going to tell you, if there is ever an example, if somebody wants to look across the board and find out somebody uh, who is deserving of wearing a C on his chest, and I don't even know if he is a captain of this team. Uh, I don't know. But I'll tell you what, that man, he exemplified what a team leader is all about because he was hurt. And you and I talked about somebody early in the year who was hurt mm-hmm. and they sat on the sidelines and they looked so depressed and his pouting. And you looked at Adrian Wilson when he was, you know, he was on the, he was out on the field. Adrian Wilson. Welcoming guys to the sidelines. Right. Congratulations. Right. Adrian Wilson was always a good player and he always got overlooked because he played for the Cardinals. And all of a sudden now the Cardinals are starting to, to show something and people are starting to pay attention. Well, but last year he, he went to the Pro Bowl and it was, I mean, he's got He's been playing good for a long time. I saw I saw him make a play, mm-hmm. and it, it, it wasn't a hard hit. Mm-hmm. I saw him in his pursuit to make a tackle, 
and I was so impressed because his closing speed his closing speed was far better than that of the corner who should be faster than he was. But I am telling you, this is a man amongst boys. I can't wait till he's healthy and he gets back okay. on the field. Getting, getting, getting back to uh, Sunday, Arizona, uh, San Francisco, we both agree that Arizona is going to win this game. What do you think the score is going to be? Well, you know, I mean, take a guess. You're talking to an old John. What do you mean? You got, listen, you got some Chuck I'm Taylors on. I'm old school. Just win, baby. Chuck I, don't, I don't care. Chuck Taylors. Chuck, Chuck Taylors. Okay, yeah, Chuck yeah, Taylors. Just win, baby. We don't care. <laughs> we don't care. Okay. When it's all said, John, just, 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 just win. Okay. Did you bet on the game? Uh, no, I don't bet. Well, why you ask me about points? Oh, because I we, just we have a little point thing between us. We both we're both picking out. The point is, the point is, we started the season and we talked about we talked about this team having home field advantage and when if they were going to relinquish it, when would that happen? It has not happened, and so until this point, this team is still in the position to have home field advantage. For the 2008 hey. Super Bowl hey. Hey. in Glendale, hey. Arizona, no, no, you I'm going to be there, you there man. Keep, you, you can keep on pushing that, but that's not going to happen. Okay, that is not going to happen. Okay, I'll tell you this. Anyway. Okay, I'll tell you what. Then tell me this. Let's go through the schedule okay. here. Okay. Green Bay's playing Detroit. Which one of those teams? Uh, Green Bay's going to win that game. So Green Bay. Okay, we agree. Green Bay. I'm going to take Green Bay too, and they they got a chance okay, to perhaps victory. Okay, the Jets and Dallas. Um, Dallas. You don't even like. Oh, you want to pick? Okay. I I hate Dallas. I'm being honest. Okay, Dallas is going to win the game. Okay, I'm going with Dallas on that too. Okay, Indianapolis and Atlanta. Uh, Indy. Okay. All right. Uh, Seattle and St. Louis. Um, uh, Seattle. And it's at St. Louis. We need St. Louis to come. We need St. Louis. We need St. Louis to win. But I think Seattle is going to win the game. Listen to us out there, guys. Uh, Minnesota and the Giants. Um, Giants. Okay, yeah, you're right. That, that, yeah, the Giants are hot now. Okay, Oakland and Kansas City. Uh, who cares? Well, Kansas City better do something else. They're done. Herman yeah. Edwards is pretty soon there. Herman Edwards is going to be kicked out of there. He'll be yeah, over right. here. Yeah. Uh, okay. Houston at Cleveland. Uh, the Texans are hot, but the Browns are hotter. Uh, I'm going with the Browns. I, I would go with the Browns, too. Okay, Tennessee at Cincinnati. Um, it's at Cincinnati. Uto I think, Cinco. I, um, I think the, the, uh, Tennessee. Come on, Tennessee. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Okay. Uh, New Orleans and Carolina. Uh, New Orleans. I, I don't know what's happening with New Carolina, Orleans. Carolina, okay. you know, I think New Orleans. Okay, uh, okay, the Redskins and Tampa Bay. This is the game of the week. The Redskins and Tampa Bay. Uh, Redskins. I'm going to take Tampa Bay. Because the Redskins play good against Dallas. Yeah, I mean, they, they did. They won that uh, game. So I'm, that's good. why I'm picking the Redskins. Okay, I'm picking Tampa Bay. Okay, Buffalo okay. and Jacksonville. Uh, Buffalo and Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Well, listen, uh, you know, I am so happy that we, we we saw Everett on TV. You know, he's recovering to some degree uh, yes, from those is. injuries, and I was happy to see him. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, his team, just like the 49ers when the coach lost his dad, they could have gave a better effort if they were yeah. doing get, get out, out there and work. Get, oh, get paid a lot of goodness. money. Yeah. Get out hey. there and win the game. Okay, of course, Frisco and Arizona, you already said. I said Arizona. Okay, you know. I, mean, I, I can't believe I'm saying that. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm taking drugs. Where's, hey, Don't worry about it. Here's my drug dealer. Okay. Come here, come here, come okay. here. Denver and Chicago. Denver and Chicago, Denver. I think Chicago's... Baltimore and San Diego. Uh, San Diego. And it's at San Diego. Yeah, they better do something. Uh, San Diego. You know what? That is, Turner's going to be run out of town. And our Eagles against the New England Patriots. I think the Eagles are going to win that game. Okay, fly. I think the Eagles are going to go fly birds. I think the Eagles are going to go up there, and they're going to kick their asses, and they're going to come out. This is a PG show, please. I, I, I'm telling you. I'm there. They're going to kick their asses, Ray, and they're going to say, hey, I, we're making a statement. And the statement One more is. time. This is a PG show. Kicking your butt. <laughs> okay, Miami, 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 and Pittsburgh. Miami hasn't won a game. I'll pick Why Miami. Why are you I'll pick Miami. See, you, you're one of those guys. You just you bet. Not I know. I know you're betting on games now because you're just. I'm not betting on the games. The eyes are. No, I'm not. Well, you know what? You know you, you're not going to believe this. What? They're playing against Pittsburgh. 
Pittsburgh's only favored by 15. The Eagles are playing against New England, and New England's favored by 20. So, what's that say? Well, I pick Miami. Th- th- I guess the Eagles are worse than, <laughs> the worse than Miami. Miami. You know, they beat Miami. Miami. Sony, we got but it. I guess it's the Eagles. Right, that okay. No, that, that's about it. Okay. You know, I th- yeah, I, I think that's it, man. So I still think the Eagles are going to make a statement in New England and, this, and knock them off their perch. And if they do that, I think the Eagles possibly could go to uh, playoffs. I really well, the Eagles, if they make it, they're going to be a wild card team. Yeah, it'll be a wild card, but still they get in the playoffs. As long as yeah. they get there, that's, that's yeah. all that counts. You, you got a chance to win if you if, if you get there. You know, you don't, you have no chance if you don't get there. Well, I think this show's about over, right? Well, I, I hear a little music. Hear the Is the that music, music in, the in the background? Yeah, I, I hear that music in the background. Well, anyway, I got from Studio A in Motorbox, uh, Motorbox Building. Hey, all I know is we're in the Valley, and, uh, you know, I got, a lot to be, valley. I got a lot to be thankful for, and I'm happy and sad, yeah, man. I'm, yeah, I'm going to be eating roast beef instead of a turkey. Yeah, and, and we're happy all you people are listening to us, but uh, it's been a great time, and uh, as always, uh, we're going to do this again next week, so uh, as I always say, uh, I'll see you next time, which will be the best time, and the number one co-host in the world, Amen. will be back happy with us, too. So, hey, you'll be